What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today is a special episode. We have another brand new guest, hopefully in a long line of new guests we got coming on. We have Lauren, my friend. Uh, Lauren, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on, finally. I know. I've been. We've been talking about this amongst each other for, geez, I think even way more than a year now at this point. <laughs> it's been way too long, um, so I'm glad it's finally happening. I know. Thanks for inviting me to the Cool Kids Club now. I love it. Yeah, you know what? As I said before, you're like one of the dudes, so now you got to be part of the Cool Kids Club. You know, I just got to keep inviting you to every club possible, so here we are. I love it. Um, Yeah, so as you know, it's your first time on the show, and so for people to get familiar with you, I like to ask a very couple basic icebreaker questions I think that you'll love, and I can't wait to hear myself. Uh, So let's just kind of start off with your favorite movie. Is there a movie that really stands out to you? That's a very tough question, but uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I know. I know we've talked about this quite in depth for, like previously. Um, I've got a long list of favorite movies, but two I think I can probably narrow it down to is Titanic. Um, <laughs> I know it's like a super, <laughs> I know it's a super cheesy love story, but I mean, I know we've talked about it a lot too. I'm like a huge history nut. So just yeah. Titanic in general and like the 19, like 1900s era to me is like so interesting, like the fashion, um, just like the mannerisms of people. Um, and I guess just like the sentimental value behind that one too. Like I used to watch that movie like every time I would go over to my grandparents' house, like on the weekends. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely love that movie. Like I don't like to sit through long movies, but that's one I can like really get into like for the full three hours. Um, and I probably think like the second one that's just like a cheesy rom-com too is Shallow Hell. Um, I don't know if you've seen that movie before, but it has like yeah. Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow. Those two together, it's just a, a fire combination. Um, a lot of great one-liners in that movie. And I don't know, I still like use some of those quotes to this day. And I think it's got a good meaning behind it too. Um, just it not does. looking at like fa- face value and like being able to, um, look deeper into people, I think. Yeah, I think I think those are two incredible choices, uh, iconic choices too. So my first <laughs> question random. for you, no, no, I love it. But um, so with Titanic, do you think that uh, Jack should have been, you know, able to survive? Oh, for sure. No, that bitch hopped the door. Like, there's so many memes on Instagram where you see like the dogs and stuff <laughs> on the door. Like, that would be me. Like, I would save room for the dogs. But sorry, like Jack's got to go. But again, like, not not part of the movie. Like, he could have easily fit on that door or found another piece of furniture. Yeah, I just, you know, I always think about that now as especially as an adult. I'm like, no, nah, he definitely could have like fit on that plank for sure. Like, there's enough room for everyone. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Solid choice, though. I remember like watching that when I, I was a kid, and uh, 
the movie is extremely iconic in the Victorian area, Victorian era, as you put it. It was kind of the wrapping that up in the early 1900s. Uh, I think it's pretty fantastic. And like, like you say, the, the mannerisms of people back then as opposed to today, um, mm-hmm. very, very different. Uh, people would be happier to tell you to fuck off today as, uh, back then where they're like way more, uh, nice and I would say, uh, mature for their, their time period. So I don't know. Different. I feel like the phrase back then would be like, kindly disregard yourself. <laughs> exactly. Like it wouldn't even be like something bad. Like, all right, cool. You got me. Sorry. Uh, and then, uh, Shallow Howl, that is a, another classic. I remember watching it the first time and, um, <laughs> I mean, I've always been a, a, a heavier set guy myself, so that movie kind of resonates with me quite a bit. <laughs> I saw myself in uh, it's Jack Black, right? He's in that one. It's been yeah. a long time since I've seen it. But yeah, that movie's amazing. It's got Gwyneth Paltrow as well. Um, kind of like her first, I would say, big role, actually. Probably even Jack Black himself. So yeah, uh, two solid choices. And then the follow-up icebreaker question I had for you, because obviously we're also a movie and video game podcast. Uh, did you ha- play any video games growing up? And if you did, was there a favorite of yours? I sure did. Um, I know I have an older brother. I'm not to talk to you about that. Um, he is 35. So we've got a pretty decent age gap between the two of us. Um, so in terms of like video games, like I, I watched him play a lot of them. It was like the Tony Hawk, like skateboard games, like the snowboarding games. But I think in terms of like a, a favorite console game, um, Mortal Kombat is probably one of my favorites. Very iconic in this family. Um, kind of funny, like every Thanksgiving, like we would have like pretty much a tournament where we would have like brackets to kind of play each other and like kind of get like who would like ever would be the winner for like Thanksgiving. Like they got to pick like the music that would go on for dinner or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, and then for like a PC game, I don't know if you remember, but Club Penguin, like that was my <laughs> shit growing up. <laughs> um, and for people that don't know what Club Penguin is, um, it's like a multiplayer online game where you kind of have like this virtual world, like it's pretty much like Antarctica, where you like get to build like your own igloo and you have like this like animal thing. It was like called a puffle. I don't know if it was like a dog or a cat supposed to be like that, but um, they had like a lot of parties for like holidays and stuff too and you got to play with your friends online so again like it was a huge like community and like really fun to be a part of as like a kid growing up so that was probably my favorite pc game too i would say that the console games that you played are amazing mortal kombat is extremely iconic as well it's a classic it's one of my favorites we got a new one coming out and then tony hawk's pro skater was always a great time uh, especially with the siblings but (laughs) club penguin (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i've never like understood that game but i did play old school ruinscape myself which is like another free-to-play web browser game where you could play with a lot of people so i guess like my follow-up for that would be do you still have any club penguin friends that you stay in touch with or did you like move on <laughs> no i got banned like every week like you got banned for the most stupid things like you would write like a comment to somebody and say like oh you're stupid you're banned like things like that, you would just get banned immediately. So again, very censored, but fun while it lasted. And I think that they just like shut it down recently. Um, so it had a like had a pretty good run for Club Penguin. So sad it's gone. Did you make like an igloo headstone for the game to say goodbye or anything like that? <laughs> no, but my igloo was like so dark. I had like like skulls and stuff all over it. But I mean, Jesus. pretty on par with what my room looks like now and my office at work. That's correct. Um, that is, that is something else. Honestly, uh, yeah, I've never understood the hype behind that, but I know that people (laughs) who played it were extremely dedicated and that's, that's the funny and awesome part at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I love that. 
thank you for answering those. Um, kind of something I talked to talk to you about earlier, but obviously this podcast is actually going to be releasing pretty much the last week of August. So summer has kind of come to an end, essentially not the weather, but at least the season kind of we're moving into fall. And uh, how do you feel like your summer was as opposed to previous summers as an adult so far? Honestly, this summer was so much fun. I mean, we kicked it off going to Napa for the work incentive. I know you talked about it previously on your podcast, like catching up, but Napa was so much fun. Honestly, the last time I went, it was for um, like training. So like I really didn't get to experience like everything that Napa has to offer. And like the weather was perfect. We got to go to a couple different wineries and experience like the actual true wine tasting culture where you um, do like a pairing with it of like your wine and honestly like that experience itself like made me want to go back and go for like just personal like travel um and I got to go with you guys too like I know it was you Joe Madison um and James too like it was just a really good experience and it was really fun to hang out with all of you guys and then after that I had a couple of birthdays it was mine um a couple of my friends obviously yours had some family's birthdays too so all of us are kind of summer babies And then with that came a Vegas trip that I went with my mom. Um, Really fun. We went to um, Vegas. I think it was like the end of June. But we stayed at the Aria Hotel. And I've never stayed there before. I think that's like the only hotel like I haven't been to yet. Um, But they have this restaurant there, Carbone. It's like an Italian restaurant, like high end. Like I am so obsessed with that place. Like great food, great experience. Um, And then after kind of just like on a, a whim, I bought tickets to take her to um, Thunder Down Under. <laughs> and that was my first time going to. So very interesting experience to go with her mom. But again, like she had a great time. Like I got a video of her like dancing, like on, I don't want to say like on the bar, but like at her seat, like while these guys are like coming up to us. It was kind of uncomfortable, but fun <laughs> nonetheless. Um, and then I went to Arizona to go see my brother, which was really fun. Kind of a quick turnaround trip, but it was like a hundred and like seventeen degrees out there. So that part wasn't like the most enjoyable, but yeah. Um, still again, great trip to see him and catch up with like my family and got to play with their little fur babies too. And then yeah, I know you just talked about it with uh Joe recently on your other podcast with Catalina. Like that was a highlight probably of the summer. I've never been there before. The boat ride was really unfortunate, <laughs> really <laughs> rough. Um, but no, Catalina was really cool. I mean, it's a really small town and it was, it was great weather out there and we got to go zip lining, which is really fun. Again, another activity like I have not been able to do in this lifetime yet. So a lot of first, I think that I've experienced this summer. So it's been really fun. Uh, yeah, it's been a very, uh, packed summer for both of us now that i think about it as you kept talking i'm like wow holy shit she did do a lot this summer <laughs> uh, yeah no yeah. i was like looking at like a list i was like damn like we did a lot a lot of firsts for both of us i think too yeah no i'll definitely touch on that a bit because i haven't talked about the catalina experience I, we actually recorded right before we went so i'll, I'll mm-hmm. touch on my summer in a second but i actually had a follow-up question with you because i find it interesting i think your answer might be the aria still um is there like a favorite, like maybe a top three hotels for you in regards to Vegas and staying out there? Because you're right. There's a lot of different hotels. Uh, just maybe your favorite or a couple. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I like to stay at the Cosmopolitan, honestly, because it's like dead center of everything. Like everything is like in with like in walking distance of it. 
But I know Resorts World's like still kind of new. I don't want to say it's like up and coming because it's pretty established so far. But like they have, again, great restaurants in there. Good experience. The rooms are super clean. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I go for like the cleanliness of rooms. Not so much like the pool, <laughs> like the pool parties and obviously the food too. Like I feel like that's the only reason why I go to Vegas is literally the food. Yeah. Um, it's funny too, cause you don't look like a foodie at all. Like <laughs> you're like, no, I actually work out. So that way I don't look like I'm a foodie. Uh, no, yeah. it's awesome. I need to stay at the Cosmopolitan. It's very nice. I've walked through it, but I've never actually stayed mm-hmm. myself. I haven't been to Vegas in a, for quite a while. Um, but yeah, no, I'll definitely have to go back. There's a lot of a lot of good food out there in Vegas I'd like to try, so I'll have to do that. But um, as far as my summer goes, uh, yeah, we started off really strong with not only a promotion, but going to Napa uh, is my first time in Napa itself like that. And I couldn't agree with you more. I think the wine tastings were like uh, life changing, especially for me, since I'm not a huge wine drinker myself. And I couldn't agree with you more. Like at Louis Martini, we had a uh, duck fat with one of their red wines. And it, and I could totally taste like everything coming together and creating this flavor that you've never had before. The other one was another red with like these weird potatoes. I don't even know what the hell you'd call them. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. And they're like, oh, you should be able to taste like the citrus. And I'm like, holy shit, I taste the citrus. So like stuff like that was really cool. And everyone we went with was awesome. And we had such a good time. Uh, the weather was perfect. Pretty much. Uh, I think William Hill was just like the final, like, all right, cool. I'm ready to go, you know, because it's just <laughs> a little hot when we were leaving. Um, but truly an amazing experience. And I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I, I would definitely go out there on my personal time uh, for some tastings and go into the wineries. Uh, next up, I think it was really like a week or two after uh, is my first time going to Disneyland in over 10 years. Uh, so we got to go to Disneyland um, with, you know, some of our area. And that was dare I say magical <laughs> um, uh, everyone had a wonderful time um, we went both the James's and James son uh, that's like that was like our main group and uh, they were basically just laughing at my expense the entire time because one I was either too tall for every ride we went on and then two they convinced me to get on the Guardians ride which as I've said countless times on this podcast and everyone that I know I hate heights I hate anything like that I hate this feeling you get in your stomach and um they were laughing at me the whole hour we were in line and then i did the ride and i gotta tell you when you get lifted off that damn seat it's something else and when they lift you all the way up and they show you the whole park they show you anaheim i was like cool we're done i'm gonna go back down and then i forgot Mm -hmm. they bring you up (laughs) again and that scared the shit out of me like to the point me and this like probably high school or something we both literally grabbed each other's knee out of like fright because we didn't grab the seats and so instead we grabbed each other on the way back down and, and we were laughing our asses off so like to have that experience and um to make them laugh at so much at my expense of my disgust with rides and all that was truly worth it because i've never seen james laugh so much in his life so i'm glad i could provide that much fun for them and ultimately i just had an amazing time i loved every second of it uh it's funny because I'm not like the biggest Disney guy, but I tell you what, there's something about Disneyland and California Adventure. I always have a good time and uh, I enjoy it. I just, I guess I need to cut my legs off because Indiana Jones hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, Did you scream at all? <laughs> uh, I definitely screamed on the Guardians. Like I 100% was screaming. Um, mouth all the way open. Um, top of my lungs. I literally said, oh shit, like constantly. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
No, it got me good. So I went on Tower of Terror with my first girlfriend like the last time I went, and I don't remember feeling that way <laughs> when I was done. Uh, and I definitely wasn't intoxicated because I wasn't even 21 yet. But there was something about this one. Damn, it got me good. I had to have a couple drinks after to just feel good. Well, anymore. obviously, you were with your girlfriend. You can't let out like the shrill scream or like, oh, my God, like I'm fearful of my life right now versus like obviously being with people that you're close with. You know what? I think that's probably what it was because I don't remember reacting that way at all. Um, and then, uh, geez. So, yeah, we had our birthdays. You know, we did uh, lunches, dinners, went to Top Golf for me. You know, thank you guys again. That was an amazing time. Um, saw Oppenheimer, hung out with my friends, went to, you know, went golfing, went to Yard House, then Oppenheimer that day. That was a good day. Hung out with the family all summer and then um, just honestly just hung out with everyone and got familiar with my team, of course. But I would say ultimately, again, like Catalina, to go off of what Lauren said, was something else. Uh, it was my first time technically in like open water. The boat ride was fine for me. I think it's just because I was outside and like a kid. I'm a candy shop. I was just like, oh, my God, water um, happened the second time. I was a little cold the second time coming back. But uh, the island was amazing. I can't recommend it enough to anyone who's local and or traveling. Uh, I cannot believe I'm 30 and I'm just now going to Catalina. So I've definitely been missing out. Um, a lot, the highlight, I guess, would be uh, me committing to wearing my full attire into the water. <laughs> Uh, so we, our company had, um, some cabanas, uh, on the beach, but our hotels were, or our hotel rooms were like easily like, a, I just burped, Jesus. Um, <laughs> they were the easily like, I know, right. Uh, they were easily like 30 <laughs> minutes away. Uh, I said, fuck that. So I committed, <laughs> went in the water. And so the talk of the town amongst my family, um, has been the fact that they didn't know I had it in me to go swim that far into the ocean, not only in general, but also fully clothed in pants and everything. <laughs> so, well, mind you, those pictures are circulating between like the upper management too. They all know that you went in the water. They're like, damn, he's fully committed. So I proud of him. <laughs> very committed to the craft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was funny, but unfortunately, there's a lot of rocks. And the, I'm not going to lie, that shit fucked up my feet so bad. <laughs> it was very painful. And then, of course, so I'm walking back to the hotel and I see the beach in front of our rooms and there's no rocks, perfect sand. And I felt so stupid. So no rocks to be found. You got lost in the sauce, my friend. <laughs> as as I've been stuck saying, yes, I got lost in the sauce. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely... I think one of my favorite summers, definitely probably the best I've had since I went up to Reading and Washington uh, right before COVID started. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being a huge part of that because you were. It was huge and I appreciate it. So um, I guess my question for you, because like, like I said, I just kind of came up with it earlier. Is there anything you would have changed about your summer or plans that you were trying to have about like maybe traveling or just maybe taking time off at a certain time that you didn't do that you're hoping to do next year? Honestly, I have a really hard time like requesting time off from work. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel uncomfortable, like leaving you guys hanging and not, not to say like, I'm like a workaholic or anything. So I'm not, but I don't know. I just, I definitely wish I would have taken like some more time off while I had the chance to, and like, whether that's to go see more of my family, like my cousin, she's down in San Diego or just 
honestly taking like a staycation to go get a massage because like I know I had you like massage my quick my shoulder really quick and that is full of knots like it is disgusting yeah. how like bad my shoulders are so tense but <laughs> um things like that I don't know I just like I wish I would have taken more time to do things for myself rather than like continuing to like fill up my time doing like activities which is great honestly like I'm not complaining about that at all like I got to pick up like a new hobby to like playing golf this summer which has been really fun um but yeah just things like that like I wish I just would have taken more time for myself I guess yeah the reason why I like to ask the question too more specifically for us is because summer is the best time for our industry to basically bounce they're they're happy mm-hmm. to say go take your pto come back when you're ready like that's that's yeah. how uh much availability they want to give us for summer before we go into the holidays so uh as someone who actually does travel like yourself I, that's why i wanted to ask just you know maybe like a different state like you said san diego would have been sick stay out there for mm-hmm. like a week just do your own thing and then when your cousin's available hang out so i get that um yeah so thank you for answering that and so uh, I forgot to say at the beginning of the show, worst host ever, but a couple of the reasons why, you know, we've been wanting to have you on because I think it'd be a fun conversation. Um, not only talking about your career and where you're at for your age and like what kind of perspective that provides for you. We're also going to be talking about Barbie, which I'm really excited <laughs> to get into. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding enough, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll start off with that, though. So uh, for the people who don't know. Uh, you've been my boss for about, geez, almost like two years now in September, mm-hmm. I would say, um, which okay. has been an amazing experience for all of us. But I would say for you, you're um, what, 26 now? 25? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 26. Okay. So some, being in your age and coming into a job like this where so like your team was veterans, you know, you had Toby, James, Roy, having those veterans like what kind of perspective did you have, you know, going from that to an area manager, like, or like a sales rep, we'll start off with sales rep to district manager. Was there anything that you told yourself ahead of time? Or did you just kind of go for it and go, you know what, I'll just figure it out as I go because I mean, that's all I can do. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yeah, I think that was honestly the exact mentality that I had. Is like, I'm going to figure it out as I go because, again, like I was managing people that are twice my age, if not the same age as like my dad. So again, like a very humbling experience. And honestly, I couldn't be more grateful for it transitioning into that DM role. Like it was very quick. Like I was only the DM for six months of your, of your guys' team previously. But I learned so much from every single person on that team and got to find out so much information about every single one of them. And honestly, like all of you guys are pretty much my second family at this point. So <laughs> the natural transition into that to being the area manager quickly after that, um, I don't know. I got, it, it couldn't have been any more perfect to be able to stay in the area, but get to know the other teams a lot better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of a crazy experience. Like thinking about it. And I, I know I've talked to you about it before. Like I genuinely hate talking about myself. Um, yeah. It obviously feels good when like you guys gas me up and whatnot, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been like a, a really humbling experience in my, in my position. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that's a fantastic answer. And honestly, it can be as simple as that. You know, I, I just think for someone for your age where you're at is definitely like nothing to shy away from. And I get it too. Like we all hate talking about ourselves because we basically <laughs> have to do it if we want to get promoted. So sometimes outside I of work, know. that's the last thing we want to do. Um, but I still find it fascinating and honestly just remarkable. And I can't really wait to see what happens down the line. Um, so that's why I like to ask because obviously we have a, a good variety of people who listen to this podcast, a uh, different age group. And so you don't necessarily have to talk about yourself too much, but in terms of your career path, was this something that you kind of always wanted to do or you just saw the opportunity and you said, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. That sounds like an interesting business because obviously it's paid off for you. In terms of like me coming out of college or just me taking like on the area manager role. I feel like those are two totally oh, different things. <laughs> I'm saying my bad right at the very beginning. Yeah. Coming out of college. Yeah. Coming out of college, like I worked at Starbucks. I was uh, an assistant shift lead and I thought that was going to be my career path. I was like, I'm going to go to Seattle. Like I'm going to go <laughs> roast some coffee. Um, learned out pretty quickly. Didn't want to go to Seattle. That was not fun because I took a trip out there and traveled and it was like raining and freezing the entire summer. Um, so after that, like I went back to school and like I had one more quarter to go because I had transitioned from quarter to semester at Cal Poly Pomona. So it was like an interesting time. Um, and this was like right before COVID too. But, um, I was sitting in like one of my business management classes and we had a recruiter come in and, um, talk about, and I've heard about it before because I had an internship with previously. So they're like, oh my God, like, stuck. Like those are like the, the frat boys and the frat girls like coming out of college. And I was like, Oh God. Um, but no, I mean, I had a great conversation with him and I didn't have anything lined up for like when I graduated school and I was like, okay, like I'm just going to go for it and like, let them kind of take my career in their hands. And when I sat down for that interview, I sat down with Maddie Tanning and I honestly, like I, they say it to this day, like I blew them away with like my skill set and being able to have like a conversation with them to talk about my goals and really ultimately what I want to achieve like in the next, like, cause I came with like a five to 10 year plan of like really what I wanted to do with like my career with this company. Um, and I think not a lot of people think that far ahead. So that part was, um, pretty interesting to kind of hear. Um, cause like, again, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I am an old soul kind of trapped in like a young person's body in terms of like my cultural references, like my music type and just my overall like personality. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. You definitely are. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> 50 year olds trapped inside your body, but yeah, someone. I know someone's in there. Um, no, that's Freaking fantastic. Laura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just gave yourself such an old soul name. <laughs> Come here, Laura. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, that's fantastic. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, it's that that just doesn't happen for a lot of people. So having that drive and being that committed and confident in yourself really has paid off. So I think that's like something that people can learn is really just committing to yourself and really showing up and owning it when the time comes. Cause I think yeah, some, some people just get too afraid to not only talk about themselves, but like really show up for interviews and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for basically talking about that. Um, again, remarkable. So congrats on all that success. And, uh, obviously I'm your favorite employee. No big deal. It's okay. You know, it's on recording. Of you course to... you invited me on the podcast. Finally. And like, I have to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on guys. Um, yeah. So thank you for everything you do. And, uh, yeah. So definitely want to touch on 
the main reason why we're here, not only just to catch up, but to talk about a very, very special movie. So we'll move on to that. And that is Barbie, uh, a movie I did not think I would like. So let's get into <laughs> it. Uh, so I like to ask everyone this for our, when we talk about movies or just even if it's video games, like what were your thoughts like just from the trailers versus actually seeing it? So those marketing campaigns where they came out between Oppenheimer and Barbie, like, I don't know. I was just like really hesitant going into it because I had seen um, Oppenheimer and not that I didn't like it or anything. I, I genuinely enjoyed like the film, but stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, it wasn't what I was expecting. Like I was gen like, I know we talked about it. I was genuinely hoping that they would have dived more into like, World War Two and the aftermath of what happened, not just like the making of the bomb and dropping it on a test bomb. Um, and I would have liked for them more to dive into like, like what was happening, like contextually, just because like, again, like I am a history nut and I love things that happened in World War Two. Like that was so fascinating to me. But for Barbie, um, I was a huge Barbie girl when I was younger. Like I had probably like a good 60, 70 dolls like lined up in my room. Super creepy, really uncomfortable to invite people over to my house and come into my room and see that. But <laughs> I genuinely loved Barbie as a kid. Um, and something like I shared with my mom too, because I know obviously she bought me all those when I was a baby. But I was really hesitant going into it because again, like I didn't like the one big movie that came out this summer a lot. So uh, yeah, I was just kind of hesitant going into that movie got it and then so that's how you felt going in which totally makes sense uh i think that's how <laughs> most of us felt to be honest but having seen it how did you feel afterwards uh were you kind of blown away where you're like okay that was fun or uh you know what were your thoughts on it you know i walked out of that movie feeling like super empowered like <laughs> it was great i loved it i thought it was really funny um had a good laugh um a lot of the scenes and honestly there was like a lot of like heartfelt moments too which was really nice to see um but yeah no i genuinely enjoyed barbie more than i thought i was going to similar to you yeah yeah no i, I would definitely like to uh i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast yeah but yeah i thought it was just gonna be like a a woke mess if you will because some of hollywood projects are and i'm yeah. so glad that i was proven wrong to an extent because from my perspective I felt like it was satire on our current, you know, society, you know, um, I don't really know how to get into it cause I didn't really write it down, but yeah, I think they just did a really good job of basically making fun of everyone. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way I could describe it is they made fun of themselves and maybe some of the quirks women may have definitely made fun of men and their quirks and then everywhere in between. And I really love and appreciate that. I'm, I can get on board with that any day of the week. Because nothing makes me happier than compromise. And that's uh, the best way to do it, I think, in a movie. And I was actually shocked, though. I guess I shouldn't have been, but I was. At kind of how much they leaned into the toy. Like Barbie herself and mm -hmm. her history. All the sets that they used to basically make her land. Um, all that fun stuff. I just I thought it was pretty insane. So, yeah. Going in, I was very skeptical. Uh, coming out of the theater, I definitely wish I watched Barbenheimer. Because it would have been funny as hell to do, go see Oppenheimer and then get the saturation of Barbie into that. I wish I did commit to it. I I definitely made a mistake. Because I genuinely wish I did too. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like those movies are like the perfect contrast. So it's like, 
ah, oh, let's refresh in a little bit because now we got Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Margot Robbie doing their thing. Yeah, it was just uh, it was good. Um, so we'll we'll jump into it. So like, what would you say are some of your favorite parts if that you remember? Uh, any anything spe- specifically might be your top scene or anything like that. There was a lot of great parts in that movie. Um, I think yeah. like the heartfelt moment, I think when she sits down, um, kind of like trying to figure out like who's the like person playing with her um, and like causing like all this, like the distress, like figuring out, like, I guess like top, like tapping into the memories, but she later finds out like it's, it's the mom when she initially <laughs> thinks like it's the kid. And I don't know. I feel like that one kind of like hit home with me because again, like it was something like my mom and I kind of like fared when I was a kid, like just growing up as just like Barbies in general and like the fashion and stuff that like she would buy it for me to like dress up my Barbies and things like that. Um, but in terms of like a funny moment, there's a scene at the end of the movie when um, they're in Ryan Gosling's, I think, what is it called? The Mojo Dojo Casa House or something. Yeah, the Mojo Dojo Casa House. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, I think I forgot exactly what the line is. I think he's like, honestly, when I found out the patriarchy was about horses, like I lost interest. Like I could not stop laughing at that part. Like I loved it so much. <laughs> oh man, it was so funny. And then I guess just like another scene that I I genuinely really enjoyed too that I send you memes about and guess all the time is like when she's in the middle of like the dance scene in the beginning and she floats out like, uh, did you guys ever think about death? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so dark. I feel like that's just like kind of like my personality sometimes like keying in on that. I was like, oh my God, that's so great. I, I couldn't agree more with that scene. I, um, so the movie wasn't bad or anything, but that point when she delivers that line, I knew I was in for a treat because <laughs> basically everything moving forward after that was just nothing but a fun ride. And yeah. I do agree with you. The, the part where we realized that it was the mom the whole time. Uh, and not actually her daughter. Uh, in terms of like having that attachment to a toy kind of hit home for me personally, because I still have some of my original stuff that I could I just couldn't let go of, whether it was like Halo, maybe a couple Pokemon things, like just stuff that meant way too much to me. So that scene specifically, even though it's meant to more, touch more on emotions, uh, when it comes to that connection to what you grew up with, uh, kind of hit me just like Toy Story 3 with that ending Mm -hmm. um that ending made me cry um yeah yeah so definitely this movie is full of everything it's full of pop culture references uh real societal issues kind of bringing in that satire and just a ton of comedy just a ridiculous (laughs) amount of comedy i thought everyone was like perfect in the movie uh someone who actually did a lot better than i thought only because i just feel like last like five years of his roles haven't been good is uh will ferrell i loved his character I thought he was just going to be a corporate douchebag, but he wasn't like he, he loved Barbie. He loved Barbie for his daughters. I think that's what he said, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, OK, so like he's just a straight funny character. Like I loved everything he did and the, the assistant, too. And um, yeah, I just thought uh, the movie was incredible. And I, I really thought Ryan Gosling kind of stole the show, though, with his just he was so Ken. Um, I think my favorite part, though, was that when everyone started saying we're going to beat you off like, beach. Oh, I know, I I know. I for sure thought that they said beat beat you off, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like this is the direction the movie's gone. I was like, "I can kind of get into this. That's great." Sitting here with yeah. two me- two men in the front row, like that's great. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I I um I did a double take. I'm like, "Did they just say that?" And then they kept running with it. 
Yeah, and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah I'll beat you off. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I know. I looked um, at you and Joseph, and I was just wildly uncomfortable. I was like, did they really just say what they said? Like, is, is, is this going to happen right now? Like, yeah, I was uh, get sexual real quick. Yeah, I uh, was taken aback by that scene, but I uh, kind of respect them just very committing to it. They didn't just say it once. They just I think they said it like 10 to 15 times, to be honest. Um, yeah. And then also uh, Ryan Gosling's song, song about being Ken and being Ken enough, um, who which he actually did write or uh, sing. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. that was good. Um, yeah, I, I just it's just a really fun movie, and um, you probably won't have any, which is totally fine because I can't think of it personally myself right now. But is there any yeah. least favorite parts of the film for you by any chance? Oh, this is going to be a really unfortunate answer because you just said it was one of your favorite parts. But um, I walked out for, I think, like literally two minutes and I came back in and there was like the musical scene where Ryan Gosling is singing. And I walked back in and I was wildly confused on what was happening. I was like, is this turning into a musical? Like, is this high school musical? Like, I don't I don't know. Um, again, like it was a good scene. Like I, I love Ryan Gosling, but yeah, I was just, I was really confused when I walked back in, like it, the movie was going super solid and I come back into like all of them singing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, American I think Idol was... and Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Seriously. Uh, pretty much. Um, yeah. Cause they, they, uh, they were starting to fight or something like that. The kids were having a war and cause they were trying mm-hmm. to distract them so they can change the voting uh, so the Barbies can win or something like that. Yeah, that just straight up became a musical there for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like I walked in literally at the worst moment, probably like transitioning into that movie. So I know it was your like favorite part. So sorry to shit on you, but <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, how do I balance it out? My least favorite part was the women. I just want Kim. You know, like, um, I was gonna say I actually don't have a least favorite part of the scene. Well, I kind of no, okay. Um, I didn't really care for the ending. Now that I think about it, I didn't really care that she kind of went to the real world. I didn't really do anything for me. I know, like when she went to the real world, she talked about going. To, like, I feel like this is a huge spoiler alert for people that have not seen this movie. So sorry, uh, disclaimer here. But like at the end, when she goes to the gynecologist, like did she get surgery? Like did she like, is... grow a vagine? Like how does that work? <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, please do tell because I'm confused right now. I know. Yeah, Margot I just, Robbie, uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I guess I was kind of uh, a little confused by that, that they went that route. But, you know, I guess if they don't make another one, then it's not a bad ending. I just feel like if you make another one, then it's kind of stupid. But yeah, I, I don't know what see. direction. Yeah, I don't know what direction you take that in after that movie. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, so before we wrap this up, uh, there could be there's a good variety of kins and barbies but was there anyone that like really stood out to you in their characters any of the actors and their characters honestly i genuinely think that rob like margot robbie was probably the best pick for this barbie role like i again i am very comfortable with my sexuality but like i would for sure swing the other way for margot robbie like i love her um she's funny she's been in a lot of she's been in a lot of like great roles and honestly she's a beautiful beautiful human being so great genetics great parents apparently um (laughs) and ryan gosling too and again another great addition to this movie and i think he was the cherry on top that added a lot of like comedic relief that i was really wanting out of like again that hesitation where i was hoping it wasn't going to be like the woke 
culture talking about like everything political. Um, so I think he provided the most satire in this movie. Um, and also he's just another beautiful human being. So great casting. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think Margot Robbie is a hundred percent like the perfect Barbie looking actress we have. Uh, when, when the whole movie was like announced, I was like, eh. And then when I saw he, she was announced, I was like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, totally makes sense. And I think uh, Michael Sarah as Alan was uh, really good too. Uh, yeah. Really liked. I thought he was like perfect in that role and kind of killed it to be honest because he uh, he only delivered like several lines, you know. And besides his facial expressions, and he did exactly what he needed to do every time he did something. I was giggling or doing something stupid, just laughing at it. So uh, I think he was good. Like I said, Will Ferrell's character was great. I think American Ferrera is the one who plays the mom. Um, Kind of cool. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, so that that's Barbie. Um, so I guess just to wrap up the podcast, would you watch Barbie in theaters again? Would you recommend it to people? Or would you just wait till it comes out to digital, depending on who you'd talk to? As like your I will for Honestly, it just depends on the person who I'm talking to about it. But um, I would wait for it to come on digital. I will for sure watch it again at my house. But Anybody that hasn't seen it yet, like I know it's been like a whole thing for women to go out with like all their girlfriends and dress in pink. And I think that's such a fun thing to do. It's like dress in a cute ass outfit, like feel good about yourself and like go out with your friends and see this movie or even go by yourself. Honestly, like it's a really good movie to watch. Um, And I think that you'll come out at the end of it feeling happy and kind of empowered. (laughs) Uh, I could totally see that, you know, obviously men and women are into a lot of the same stuff, but I would say Barbie's like a really good pinnacle of like, I'm gonna go see this with my girlfriends, dress up in pink, you know, have some rosé before I walk in there. Yeah. You know what? That's pretty badass. I like that. We need more of that. I, I like Yeah, I wish you would have wore your pink shirt. Come on. Son of, well, you know, it's, uh, it's in the ocean right now on Catalina. It's not. <laughs> It's not coming back. <laughs> Floating away with Jack from Titanic. It's in the bottom of the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, me and, yeah, my shirt and Jack are uh, super dead right now. <laughs> oh, this is the most dead. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'll. You know what, Barbie too. I'll be there. I'll wear all pink. I'll commit to it, and there will be a picture <laughs> snapped of that. But uh, yeah, so Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We'll go ahead and end it here. Just you know, it's been a long time coming, and I can't wait to have you on again. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say to to the to the It Just Works people before you go? No, I don't think I got anything else to say. Thank you yep. again for ha- having me on the podcast. Appreciate it. Finally, literally, it's going to be like another three years until I'm invited back, probably. That's correct. Yeah. You know, when Barbie 2 comes yeah. out, you'll come back. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.